0: Together, 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 together. We're part of this together. Once we know that we are world stars and we see that we're part of this together. And it shows when we stand hand in hand make our dreams come true. Hey, y'all you have to say what movie we were watching
1: <laughs> we're watching jumanji which was brandon's pick glad i had to say it
0: oof this was my pick
1: first of all it was funny because i forgot that the little boy at the beginning is robin williams like in my head i was just like oh this little boy is just gonna play this game and then he's probably gonna be the kid's parents later or something
0: Yeah, I thought he was the hunter that came out and tried to kill him.
1: So then when it got to the part where I remembered, like I flashed back to my childhood, I was just like, oh my god, this is the saddest thing in the entire world. And then second of all, after that point, I had to turn to my coworkers at some point and say, hey guys, sorry, but Jumanji is not good.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you said it first.
1: And then they yelled at me for ruining it. And then I was like, when was the last time you watched it? And they couldn't remember. So whatever.
0: Um, yeah, so we're done with Disney Channel original movies. We said it last week, but this used to be a Disney Channel original movie podcast. And we got we're done with them. And so we're all watching whatever the heck we want to right now. And I picked this one thinking, Oh, this is such a funny movie. This is such a good movie. And then when I started it, I stopped and I said, I don't know if this is a comedy. I don't know if this is like a serious movie. I don't know what this is.
1: Wasn't? Weren't you between two different movies? I remember having a conversation with you where you were adamant about picking Jumanji instead of something else, which I feel like was a bad call.
0: I think it was Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead or a Dolly Parton movie.
1: Oh my gosh, I wish it was nine to five because I haven't seen that yet, I really want to. I
0: think it was something like that. Super duper sorry, Lori. <laughs>
1: So you've seen this movie like as a kid. I did as well. And then I remember one year I was at a summer camp and they had a bunch of board games in a closet and they had Jumanji and I was so excited to play it and then opened it and realized it was actually kind of dumb and not fun.
0: Yeah, I always thought that as a kid. I was like, I want to play Jumanji. And then I was like, but it's not going to be what it is, obviously.
1: I didn't have that second thought. Only had the first thought until I played it.
0: What are you doing it?
1: Don't remember. Probably just roll and move like in the movie, to be honest. Yeah. If you had to pick one classic or if you had to pick one board game to come to life,
0: like Candyland,
1: I think that would be terrifying, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be like Jumanji where they're like, squiggly, raggedy, Candyman boy is coming for you?
0: <laughs> squiggly, raggedy, Candyman boy. You know yeah, the, the gingerbread's coming at you. No, it'd be good because you'd get candy out of it.
1: You're just like eating them characters.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: Me. Chomp, chomp.
0: I mean, what would you pick?
1: I mean, Monopoly is kind of the reality in which we're living right now, so yeah. we've got that. I, I've forgotten every board game. <laughs> I, I know.
0: Remember. I'm looking and there's a game called Throw Throw Burrito, and I just do <laughs> oh, that so I could get yeah. a burrito.
1: Yeah, that one I bought for somebody. I don't know if it's good, though.
0: Oh, well, I could go for it. Battleship
1: is real. Wizard's Chess.
0: Is real. I
1: really don't feel like most board games are meant for a real life analog experience. There's a clue version that's office themed, and I don't. Understand. I actually
0: just saw that. I would pick Mall Madness, so Ooh. all the boys would hit on me.
1: That's not how that game works.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> you,
1: just, you shop. <laughs> like a, a voice, a scary voice yells at you that you need to go to the plant store because everything's on sale because you're trying to get like one thing from each shop. And the cost can go up or down.
0: Oh, what I meant to say was dream phone. Yeah, that one. All the boys would hit on me.
1: That seems you're like, ooh, Kenneth called.
0: His turtleneck
1: is saucy. I like him. Don't tell
0: Lori, but he really likes pizza. I would pick guess who so I could just judge people all day.
1: Different as how?
0: Exactly. Except for I'd win prizes next time.
1: I don't know where we are.
0: We haven't started talking about this movie.
1: Okay. When two kids find and play a magical board game, they release a man trapped in it for decades and a host of dangers that cannot be stopped by finishing the game. I like the idea of it being a man who's trapped in the game because it was technically a child who became. I mean, they're not, this isn't wrong, but it sounds a lot scarier.
0: Yeah, there's so many problems I had with this right off the bat. She, okay, let's just get it started.
1: Let's get into it.
0: There are two kids, and they're burying this game in a graveyard, and they're like, oh, we have to get rid of it because this is super bad, right? Thought number one. Yes. Yeah. So there's, like, three timelines here. That's the first one. They're burying And that it.
1: one, it's not English, but they don't specify where, even though, like, they're on horses and stuff, and they're like, what happens if somebody finds it? And they're like, oh, they'll regret the day. I pray for them.
0: Yeah, they said, "May God have mercy on their That's souls. That's what it was.
1: And then And then we go to 1969. Nice. And I'm pretty sure it's a Stephen King book is what's happening. It's in New England. He's fond yep. of that area.
0: Yeah. It does have Stephen King vibes, kind of.
1: Yeah. And so this is plot number two. There's a little boy named Alan. His dad owns a foot factory, a shoe factory. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this man who invented the tennis shoe. And he's the only not white person in this movie. Yep. Yep. And so he invents the basketball shoe. But then Alan's also getting bullied by a bunch of children who are, like, outside just, like, beating up his bike while he's inside the factory. And
0: his, like, father is looking out like, yeah, those kids are going to kick your ass, but...
1: <laughs> better stand up to them.
0: Better do it. It's and like on
1: one, be a man. Like, what?
0: Yeah, be a man. It's like, dude, no, that's... You're, like, this privileged... Dude, who like has
1: like a weird North that that like Jackie O like hello,
0: hello, yeah, exactly. Like you've never manned up and like gotten in fights and stuff. You're privileged. You're good. Like don't tell your kid to go get into a fight. And then like they beat the shit out of him. Yeah, Yeah. he's bleeding. And out of his nose
1: and mouth,
0: mostly his mouth. (laughs) I don't remember the nose that much, (laughs) but I'm like immediately I was like, oh, this isn't a funny movie. it's like, weird sad it's
1: real weird it, i just like the shot because like it's specifically like him looking out of the, the factory and there's like all these kids circled around where his yeah. bike is and they're just like kicking, kicking his bike <laughs> what are you doing
0: picking it up and throwing it it's i like know they took a
1: bunch of like rich actor not rich actor like they took a bunch of actor kids and be intimidating they're like i don't it's just a
0: bike. Yeah. yeah
1: when back in your childhood when you were a bully how did you intimidate kids
0: I wasn't a bully. Someone stole my bike once.
1: Oh my god! And I put it in a tree. They <laughs> put your bike in a tree.
0: Yeah, it's not I was funny,
1: but like that's a lot was, of effort on their part.
0: It wasn't that. It wasn't very high up. It was like it's the tree grew and then split in two, and they like put it in there. And I'm like, it was like half a block down. I'm like, you guys could have done a lot better.
1: Kids are stupid.
0: I I was I am still not over that. Cause still I'm like, who the hell did that? Not, you we'll never, never know, know who did that. that. No.
1: What if you find out it was just your dad trying to teach you a lesson?
0: Yeah. Stand up to those bullies. <laughs> it was you all along, dad.
1: But yeah, so somehow, so the the non the guy, Bentley is his name. He's like, I invented this shoe somehow. I have this amazing prototype. And then Alan sets it down somewhere, and then it ends up clogging up the factory belt and so bentley gets fired which is really this this is a very very important subplot
0: yeah bentley got fired by for shredding up a shoe
1: no for clogging up because the shoe was the shoe that bentley invented so he was about to show the boss the shoe i don't understand it i don't understand why this was in this movie
0: it was dumb yeah it's
1: it's like they got to the end of the movie and they're like oh no
0: there was no payoff at the end this poor kid he's getting beat up his best buddy is like getting fired from the factory he goes home he finds his no okay yeah he goes home and his his parents walk into the room and they're like hey you got your ass kicked that means you're a man now
1: (laughs) it's like the boy version of getting your period
0: yeah we're sending you to boarding school
1: have you ever been in a fight not really are you a man are you an adult
0: I am a baby boy.
1: Have you told your employer that you're not technically an adult? yet?
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um actually I needed to tell you I'm a little baby boy. <laughs> They're like you are not mentally stable enough for this job. I didn't think I was either.
1: <laughs> there is a we'll get to it. There's a dig at the post office, which I was like I'm so glad. Brandon. I'm glad you
0: caught that. <laughs> I was rolling.
1: Okay. Um so then he screams at his dad because he he makes some sort of it's like the joke the dad also went to the sporting school and so the kid's trying to drag his dad and he's like if you like the school so much why don't you live there and the dad was like i did go there like i (laughs) I went there as a kid i literally did yeah (laughs) it's like the stupid like why is that here why is that in this movie
0: if you love it so much why don't you marry it well i funded it (laughs) it's named after you there's
1: the yeah you're there's a picture of you in the foyer
0: like they're as married as you can be to a business yeah
1: but so he's like i never want to talk to you again dad and the parents take it like super personally when really i feel like every parent's heard that from their child like 17 times they're like yeah sure okay i'll talk to you in three minutes
0: yeah they like the parents get all up in arms and storm out of the room yeah he's like i never want to speak to you again he's like oh good
1: i'm an adult I'm a man since I've also gotten... Do you think the dad's never been beaten up?
0: No. Well, I mean, he's been beaten up.
1: <laughs> but for fun, not for fighting.
0: I mean, people beat him up. He's a freaking nerd. Not that he, I support that, but him, maybe. He's not a
1: fan of the daddy. No. Um, so then the parents leave, and there's a really dramatic scene where the kid, they, they, they like, hand him a brochure for this boarding school that it, apparently his entire family has been going to since the 1700s but they're just like here's the brochure Time oh, to learn yeah. about the school and so he tries to rip it up but he struggles for
0: a it's so funny he's like
1: rip i think the funniest scene in any movie ever is in bridesmaids when she's like throwing her fit and she tries to like flip over the like chocolate fountain yeah <laughs> and he tries to pick up the cookie and it just like crumbles i just like love jokes like that where they like get really mad and then it just it's like i've done it before yep. where i was trying to throw something away and i was like mad because i knocked something over and then like it stuck to my hand i'm just like Argh! yeah
0: that's shit like that always happens or like when you get mad and you kick something and then it sticks to your foot <laughs> yeah. you know like a crate and it's like on your foot and then you fall that's what this scene was he's <laughs> so he gets good. his It's a thick brochure. It's like like
1: the equivalent feels like uh, you get arrested for something and they're like, here's your prison brochure. Like, you don't need to give him the brochure, guys. Yeah. He's aware of the school.
0: He's not happy about it. Don't give him the brochure. All he's going to do is not be able to rip it up. There's like this drumming. Yeah.
1: You don't follow the drumming. At best, you're going to find like somebody hit a heart under a floorboard.
0: Yeah. He's like following it and he finds his he finds the board game you know right on cool cool cool
1: and then he tries to get his friend who's come over, oh she his friend brings back the bike and so now his friend's there and then there's like a part that really denotes the time because i don't know just before katana and everything i feel like board games are strictly for kids i mean nerds played board games and like dnd and stuff but yeah. at one point she's like i haven't played games since like the fourth grade because they're for children and i yeah. just like flashback to all the board game nights i've had as an adult that are the best
0: yeah, that's an interesting thing with this. Is like, yeah, I don't know this board game.
1: There's no she. Events, there's no one rules. Of the character Yeah, one of the characters later mentions that there's no skill to it. It's just like you have to roll and you have to get to the end of it.
0: I think that's part of what bothers me so much. But I will get to that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she comes over and she's like, "Hey, I wanted to bring your bike back." I'm like that was kind of nice.
1: Yeah, and so then they play this game, and then he gets sucked into the game, and that's yeah. plot number two. So we're at two plots right now and we're like 15 minutes in. No, actually, we're like right. a half hour in. I remember looking at the time and being like, this is taking forever. When are these animals going to attack these children?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, bats, or no, what is first, mosquitoes? No, it's bats. It's like, you don't want you want to not be around these guys.
1: Oh, yeah, so yeah. bats
0: fly at this little girl, her name's Sarah, and the other boy is Alan, and- The other boy. <laughs> the first, yeah, I mean, the boy, and so, I don't even remember what happens first.
1: I just remember there's some cool CGI where he got sucked into the board game. And then yeah. she ran away.
0: Yeah. So it says you must roll a five or eight. Until, uh, otherwise you're trapped in Jumanji world forever. And she freaks out and runs off. I'm Same like, though. No.
1: Did you ever have a sleepover where somebody got out a Ouija board? No. And the room that you played it in was weirdly red. And then you left the room because you were really scared. But you pretended like you just had to go to the bathroom.
0: No. I'm imagining this happened to you though a friend a friend
1: like these kids are free to run around because it's the 60 70s whatever and it's weird saying the that it's the 60s in 1869 because it's basically the 70s right? yeah but so she can just like leave which I would have probably done
0: but okay the problem i have with this is she spends the rest of her life not knowing what happened to him and it's like you know what to do you don't waste 40 years of his life you roll a five or an eight.
1: I don't, would you believe that that happened to you?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I guess.
1: I'm just trying, cause like, so she, I mean, we, we'll get into it, but yeah, like she ends up in therapy a whole lot for like her entire life. Cause like that right. just be, we've talked about it in like the invisible movies or what, like there's some situations where it's like, how do you, there's zero people that she would be able to tell that would be like, oh, that seems right.
0: Yeah, no, that's true but then you do it by yourself or you show somebody it
1: but but wait was it his turn first so then it was her turn oh my god she literally just could have like rolled the dice the entire time
0: yeah that's what i'm saying she could have just like kept but i mean it's scary it's very scary i will give her that anyway okay
1: so that's plot number two though so that's wrapped so now we move on to plot number three and there's kirsten dunce little baby girl and then there's this boy but their parents are dead and Kirsten is lying about it a whole bunch. They're in the Peace Corps. They did that. They did this. It seems like it's going to be important. Don't worry. It's not.
0: Yeah. Well, no. I mean, unless you want, are into that one little joke at the very end of the movie.
1: But so they're living with their aunt. Why? Like, that's what it, there's so much. This movie, like, the, like, that's why I'm specifying, like, plot one, plot two, plot three. None of it matters.
0: Why couldn't they just live with their parents and their parents were at work for the day?
1: I feel like they were trying to teach a lesson or something i don't know like maybe like robin williams child character alan was supposed to like learn to respect his parents but his parents sucked like oh maybe your parents could be dead i feel like that's what they were trying to do but they just like fucked it up
0: yeah they they, i don't even think the kids ever told him like my parents are dead Yeah. I don't know for sure. If you want him to learn a lesson, I think sucking him into a board game for 40 years is a pretty good lesson.
1: So, anyway, they're living with their aunt for some reason. I guess I I feel like this movie tried to take a bunch of cheap shortcuts to get you to care about the characters, but they didn't do them well enough to make you care. So, it just made it seem really shallow.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Everything was like surface value. It was kind of like a decom in that regard. Like, oh, one of the parents is dead. How'd they die? It's really not important.
1: It feels to me like. So I actually recently read the book that Jumanji is based on, and I saw oh, it on cool. like my library app or whatever, and thought it was going to be really exciting. It's like twenty pages long.
0: Yeah, the audio book of it is like fifteen minutes.
1: I feel like they got they read it and they're like, "Wow, animals coming to life and attacking children, cool, sweet." We got Robin Williams; he's really dynamic. We got these cute kids, and then they were they like had all of that, and then they are like, okay, just everybody fill in whatever you can we need to get this to an hour and a half
0: yeah it felt like this movie kept getting cut because of the cgi in it and it felt like the budget cuts were just happening and happening and happening or something and they were like well we have all the cgi planned out we have to make a story around it
1: all of that said i loved the heck out of this movie when i was a kid and i could definitely see watching this as a kid and being like especially like cgi at that time was like itty bitty it was like a baby brand new And so the scenes where there's like monkeys and stuff, which obviously we'll get into, were very funny and cool. And as a five to ten year old, I would have lost my shit. Like that's why I remember this so fondly. So they didn't need to do anything else for it to be a good uh enjoyable kids movie. This was
0: always one of my favorite movies to put on as a kid. Yeah. But anyway, Alan and Sarah, they find this board game in their new house, he rolls the dice. There's a freaking lion, and it's so scary. It actually looks pretty good.
1: Well, first, it's very, very important. There's mosquitoes, but they don't think that's that big of a deal.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember all those.
1: Yeah, well, they come up later because they attack them. And, like, oh, yeah. Plot number 17 is the evil mosquitoes being in the town and making people get into car accidents.
0: Right, Yeah. So there's mosquitoes and then monkeys.
1: Monkeys come out and those are the best part of the entire movie. They like just wreak havoc. They steal a cop car. They steal a motorcycle. It's very, very funny. <laughs> they like have
0: shotguns. They're hilarious. One
1: gets stuck in a fridge and then they let it out of the fridge and he's like shivering and just like looks pissed off and it's good.
0: That was very, very very good. He's
1: such a grumpy old man
0: we love the monkeys
1: and then like robin williams comes out and he's very scary because he's just like screaming and he doesn't realize that it's been okay but like time has passed he's been living in jumanji world for a long time enough to know that he's a grown man but yeah he thinks that he like transferred back to being a boy when he like got sent back to the real world
0: yeah that's that's what i kept having a problem with because it's not you're right time has passed for him he is older he should have In his head, not went back to, okay, it's still 1969, obviously. You know, unless you think time, you know, froze still. But I don't think that would be my first thought is like.
1: No, well, especially you spend four seconds and you look and you're like, I'm still a grown man. Yeah. i've gotten in a fight before
0: i've gotten into f- fight. several fights from what it sounds like in jumanji yeah
1: all. so then they're like oh no our aunt who's a definite person that's really important in the plot of this movie we need to get these monkeys and this man out of our house before she gets back there's a lion oh the kids don't trust robin williams but then a lion shows up and then he like tricks the lion into getting stuck in a room and it's a good thing that that door is so strong and the lion can't a grown-ass lion like can't get out of the also yeah. Small little gripe, but lions don't live in the jungle, and all this stuff is very jungle-themed. They live in the Sahara. A tiger would have been more appropriate, probably.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, we don't know what Jumanji World is. It seems
1: not consistent, because there's, like, elephants and stuff later, but then all the plant life seems very... I guess, like, Sahara isn't graphically as interesting as vines and spooky stuff, but...
0: Right. Okay. So this is where, like, the whole plot device this is what it is it was right here they're like hey dude old man we need your help getting all of this stuff out so our aunt doesn't get mad at us it's like we have to keep doing this stuff till we beat the game and you have to help us and he's like i don't want to and they're like what are you a chicken he's like don't you dare call me a chicken well
1: first he like forced gumps his ass out of there and goes to the factory and he's just like, what? It's closed down. And then there's like a bunch of yeah. weird jokes. So I guess the town theory for him disappearing was that the dad murdered him. But then the dad also spent all of his money and resources trying to find him because he was sure he was missing. But also the dad had an alibi when the kid was missing. He was at a party where he was the guest of honor. Yeah. Yeah. And then at one point, he's like, the girl is like, oh, I thought your dad cut you up into tiny pieces. And he's like, my dad could barely hug me, let alone cut me into tiny pieces. And I'm like, those aren't relatable, like even a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. It's just one of those things, again, where they just try like cheaply to make you feel bad about these people. But yeah, the, he's, yeah, you're right. So he like sprints out of the house. He's running. We see that this town is like Detroit.
1: But like we've seen... We see the town like a whole bunch before then. It's like just seems like the the shoe factory closed. The rest of the town is like fine until they need it to be not fine and then it's right. Out.
0: he's he's mm-hmm. running down Main street. Everything is abandoned. It looks yeah. like there's looters every day. I'm like, why would you move your family here if this is that bad? There's like all these these homeless people and all of these like graffitied storefronts and graveyards, and yeah.
1: Speaking of graveyard, there's like, so when they get to the factory, there's a man living there. Maybe he's a guard. I'm not really sure. He's just kind of there. What the hell is he doing there? And so he's like, oh, the Alan, Robin Williams asked, have you seen my parents? Have you seen like the parishes or whatever? And then he's like, oh, yeah, they're down on Adams Street. I see them all the time. And that's all he says. And then so I'm like, oh cool, they're old people. He's gonna go find them. No, he goes there and it's like they're they're dead. It's his grave. Like you give somebody warning. Surprise. For that. What if yeah. you like you move out of Colorado and you can't talk to your parents somehow, and then you go back there after a few years and you ask somebody like, hey, have you seen my mom and dad? And they're like, oh yeah, they're down. Yeah. Oh, they
0: moved to the corner of Elm and Sixteenth
1: so fucked up that's so bad he was so casual he's like yeah they're down there <laughs> like
0: yeah like what a fucking joker he is
1: golly like it was so i like burst out laughing when it was like great. So it's, Like, are you kidding me
0: <laughs> he runs the uh, oh yeah it's awful this poor guy oh my god all we've seen from him is getting his ass kicked getting stuck in the jungle and then finding his parents dead on false hope
1: like a joke I don't know. It was like so weird, but I like that guy's dog. I just, I don't understand why he was there. Like, is he, over? I he, was he was like
0: nice looking.
1: Yeah. At first I thought it was like a homeless guy, maybe like camping out, like squatting in the factory, but like he had like, it Lofers. looked like, he might be like, no, I don't know, like a four like he might be like a guard or something. He has a really nice puppy that has a nice bed. There's like a fire going. Yeah. I don't understand. I-
0: it was so confusing.
1: And he's not alarmed by this, like, shaggy old man hanging out with these children coming into the with, factory. Like,
0: leaves covering his butt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It's all very strange. It's
0: a lot to take in.
1: So then they go back to the house, and he's like, y'all kids got to get out of here because this is my home. And then he goes to take a giant dump and he's excited about the toilet. And there's like a couple points where they're like, we need to make sure people know he's from the 60s and 70s. So he's like singing the Gilligan's Island theme song when he's taking yeah. a giant dump.
0: And then Judy's listening at the door and he just like lets his huge fart go. He's and been I'm in like, the
1: jungle for a while.
0: Yeah, but you can't tell me you don't f- get a fart in the jungle. It's not like you're not allowed to.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Is like, well, he was excited to take... He's been holding in his mud pies for like 40 years. Oh,
0: God. I'm like, was that necessary? I get it. He had to poop. Whatever. He shaves. He looks better. He comes out.
1: It's like, a my house they, now.
0: Yeah, and then Which they get into
1: If they had called the cops and been like, hey, this missing child has been found, like that would have been a huge deal, but whatever
0: yeah that's a really good point too
1: like if somebody's missing for a billion years and he like he aged appropriately so it wasn't even like he was a kid they have to like try to explain to the cops so it's like that kid somehow like it would have made sense to the cops
0: yeah i mean especially um yeah. shoot i can't find his name especially the cop bentley bentley because we find out Bentley is now a cop, and Bentley was the but
1: also Bentley did not guy age that got at all. fired. He was like twenty five in the original thing, and so what? Thirty years have passed, forty years. I mean, he's
0: great. Yeah, he's, he's like
1: not old enough though. He looks
0: around fifty. Because That's about like, what he'd be. He
1: looks about the same age as Robin Williams, but Robin Williams was like eleven in nineteen sixty nine. This is now nineteen ninety five. Yeah, and Bentley was like probably 25.
0: fair. I mean, Bentley looks aged, he's got he, gray hairs. It, just,
1: it looks like he was aged just enough. I don't know, it was really weird because like I expected Bentley to be much older.
0: Okay, Bentley, how do I begin? I mean, he's a cop, he pulls up, Robin Williams runs out in front of him in the tree leaves and whatever's. And then he's like, hey, what are you doing, man? And he's like, oh yeah, my parents, my hair is crazy. And then the monkeys come out, and the monkeys take the car from him, from Bentley. Bentley's like, oh no, what do I do? And the monkeys, like, blast a shotgun through the window and steal it. That's all you need to know about Bentley. He's Bentley is following his adventures all around town. He's following these hooligan kids with Robin Williams, and he's just getting into all sorts of trouble. And his car, piece by piece, is falling apart. All right, I'm going to take a sip of cocoa.
1: And that's Bentley that's Bentley. They try to play the board game. When they roll the dice, nothing happens. And then Alan figures out that they have to go get Sarah.
0: This was all so just too convenient. We need to find her. And they're like, well, let's start with her old house. Maybe the person who lives there now knows where she lives. So they pull up to the house and they're like, oh, it's a psychic. Well, at least she'll know where Sarah went because she's psychic, which clever, I guess. Is she a psychic now? Is that the thing?
1: I guess. And also it was weird to me because Sarah shows up to bring back Alan's bikes. We know that they're buddies or whatever, but I don't care about her. It's made out to seem like they're like true loves or whatever, but they were friends when they were like 10. Haven't seen each other in 30 years. And like, I just don't buy their relationship necessarily.
0: That's what I felt. He is obviously unstable.
1: Mm hmm. And she is as well, because she's like, oh, my God. Like, at first, she gets to the house, and she calls the psychiatrist. And she's like, that thing that I've told you about, it's happening.
0: So she's unstable because she saw her friend get sucked into a board game. And for the last, how, 30 years, has just been living with that. Obviously, she's a recluse.
1: Well, and, like, she's like, we need to up the dose. So I don't know if she, like, thought she was schizophrenic the whole time or, like, what she would have been diagnosed with.
0: Yeah, so we got two goofballs hanging around these children <laughs> yeah no they take sarah and they convince her to i don't know they don't even convince her they just like drag her to the house and he she she's holding the dice and robin williams is like here if you don't want to play just hand them to me and she drops him in his hand but he like moves his hand so she has to roll
1: Tr- and then yeah. like
0: yeah gotcha
1: and then a hunter shows up except the hunter literally only wants to hunt robin williams nobody yeah. else is at risk
0: Well, he's from jumanji world
1: i get that but it was weird because he's supposed to everything else is antagonistic towards everybody the hunter is just like on this like mad rush to get robin only
0: you would think it would be whoever rolled the die
1: or literally anybody involved or anything because the other things aren't stopping and being like the monkeys are like destroying everybody's lives they're not stopping and being like were you in jumanji you're good
0: right well the hunter is the same actor as the dad so maybe there's a lesson there But I don't know what it would be.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I know know what the lesson is. We'll get to it when it happens. It's not real. Just like my love for this movie.
0: Apparently.
1: Yeah. Oh, so then the hunter guy has like an old school gun, which is going to be an issue. So immediately he goes to this like antique store and they make a bunch of jokes about like, it's really, really weird. I didn't love it about oh there's background checks now there's a wait list gun rates blah 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 and so they end yeah. up like giving him um like a modern gun and saying like don't tell anybody about this and then brandon what joke does he make
0: yeah so he's like going to buy this gun he's like i need it now i need this gun right now and they're like you don't work for the united states postal service do you because it's like the whole joke of going postal because it's such a stressful job where people like shoot people up there you know and that's
1: a really fun joke i understand that in 1995 mass shootings might not have been a thing but the post office thing being a joke implies that there was a mass shooting at a post office at this point
0: it is funny because it's it's just funny i like, don't know. I, I think it's funny because it was
1: like really like dated like it was just like such a weird joke it'd be like yeah. oh you're not you're not you don't go to school do you like what like yeah. it's such a weird thing to make a joke about. And like the whole gun thing was just like odd. Like that guy's obviously like trying to kill somebody because he needs that gun right now. Like he's on a These
0: mission. jokes just did not age. The, this part at all. It really was really weird. It was it was kind of eye-opening. Not eye-opening, but just kind of a little jarring. That's
1: the thing, is like all the stuff that bugged me about this movie didn't need to be in it like it would have been fine without it it was just like they had already decided all the animal stuff in robin williams and they needed to just filler for the other hour
0: yeah that's that's what i'm saying it's like they found this story they said "Ooh, this will be fun to like make animals come out shit we don't have a story
1: what okay so there's there's poison flowers at some point really important later
0: i don't know i don't like hardly ever remember them actually rolling the dice in this game <laughs> I just remember things kept happening, you know? Well, it's
1: like they made a big deal of like, "Oh, you rolled an eight, but we never like see rules or anything necessarily. Like the, this game is just such not a game. Right. Like I need to, like, I need to know what's happening in the game more to care about what's happening. Cause like, as far as I see, you roll the dice, something random happens.
0: And you just have to get through it. What's stopping you from just rolling, 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 rolling? That's what
1: was driving me crazy. They'd roll the dice and then they'd hear a stampede and they'd like wait and they'd be like, Whoo, what's gonna happen? I'm like, just keep rolling. You just literally have to get to, like yeah. is, it, is it a load screen? Like, why aren't you just like just powering through the rolls?
0: Yeah, exactly. There's no consequence as far as we know for just continuing to go. Like just keep rolling as long before you.
1: That's the only As important. long as
0: you're getting in order, yeah and yeah that's what i mean there were just no rules there was no fun to this game and i get that this jumanji is not supposed to be a fun board game considering all the shit that keeps happening but there has to be like what's the lore
1: who did this
0: who did this thank you anyway robin williams eventually gets arrested by bentley and he's like hey dude i'm actually uh i'm actually alan Parrish." yeah hey buddy what's going on he's like oh hey I'm doing okay. I'm a cop. Like, let's Who's be 24 he's years
1: fine. old, but whatever.
0: <laughs> he's probably just, not. He's in the cop car, and then he's like, hey, I really got to go to rescue Sarah, Judy, and Yeah, Peter. we
1: know that they need to rescue because, oh, we missed... There's a part where a little boy rolled the dice, and now he's, like, turning into a monkey or something, like a little boy.
0: Yeah, he tries to fake roll. He tries to cheat.
1: Yeah, and then hunter guy... Steals the game, but not to stop them from playing completely. He steals it, goes to a specific store that they also go to, and then he uses it as bait for Sarah, who grabs it and then he kidnaps her. I don't understand any of it, it's fine.
0: Yeah, he's the hunter's like, Hey, this'll lure Robin Williams back if I have the game here and I can capture you two. Oh my god. And it doesn't work because all they end up doing is stealing the game back from him and running like as he's trying to gun them down.
1: But then he like grabs Sarah and then Robin Williams takes the cop car and drives it through the third story mall toy store.
0: I don't know. This whole part I like fell asleep.
1: <laughs> it's it's Not like I fell
0: asleep. I just got so bored with it because it was like now this thing is attacking them. Now this thing is attacking them and there's really no there's it's like not plot driven.
1: Yeah, they break into the store. The boy's growing a tail he has like a whole moment with alan about parents being dead and it being sad or something i don't
0: and then he starts crying and he's like it's okay and he's like i'm not crying because of that i'm crying because i'm growing a tail and i need a hole for it and he's like oh i'm glad we had this moment
1: so that robin williams cuts a hole in the little boy's pants
0: yeah and it was like the moment wasn't didn't build up to anything because they played it off as a joke about a tail
1: Then the ant and the cop come home and the ant's kind of scared of all the animal stuff, but also mosquitoes almost ate them all earlier. And like, I don't, there's no real payoff to the, the ant coming back. I forgot she came back at all, but she did. Same.
0: I don't remember her being in the rest of this movie.
1: Then there's like a monsoon and it happens again. They get jinxed with the monsoon.
0: Oh God. (laughs) I hate you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's alligators. And this part was actually pretty dope.
1: Yeah. He has to, he saves Sarah. Like, he wrestles, and she's like, I can't believe you wrestled a crocodile for me. You're so brave. And he's like, yo, I'm not the one who ran away. Like, I don't need to prove that I'm brave right now. It's not me.
0: Yeah, also, it wasn't a crocodile, it was an alligator.
1: Because it had the flippy thing or something. Right. Yeah.
0: So, that was, like, one of the few parts of this movie that felt like Robin Williams' actual humor. Like, the rest of this felt like Robin Williams was like, this isn't funny, but I'll say the line.
1: And then... Kirsten Dunst gets barbed with one of the poison flowers earlier and she's all sad and probably dying and she's like I wish mom and dad were here because remember we care their parents are dead yes um, the hunter shows up and he's basically like what's in your hand and then he's like drop it so then Robin drops it it's the dice spoiler and then everything gets sucked back into the Jumanji game and then Kirsten Dunst isn't poisoned anymore everything just resets I guess
0: Damn, you just ended the conversation on this movie. You're like, this is how it fucking ends. I'm done.
1: <laughs> it's not over, Brandon.
0: Oh, you're right. There's so much, actually. It's what
1: happens now?
0: I actually, this is pretty good. I enjoy the end of this movie quite a bit. I don't remember what happened exactly. <laughs> you were
1: just happy it was over. You're like, they, I enjoyed that.
0: The game is over and like, Percy, you're so loud. You're like breathing loud and tap dancing. Sorry,
1: <laughs> Percy is Brandon's father,
0: Percy Percival. You're being let me just con- like get him so he's not so loud in the microphone, real like, quick. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the, okay, Sarah, no, what's her name? Yeah, Sarah and Robin Williams get like transported back to their childhood mm-hmm. the night right before this whole incident happens i'm not sure what the magic behind that is really not how the game should work
1: like these kids now have this full memory of also butterfly effect because like whatever it's fine
0: yeah butterfly effect aside they they are kids again and they have all the memories of this he has all the memories of him being she
1: has i think her memories are a lot scarier because hers are like the real world she has to relate like she's gonna relive her adulthood in the real world
0: Oh my God, you're right. I don't like this ending, but it's fascinating. So basically he gets the opportunity to relive his childhood and she has no choice.
1: And also like, how sad is it for her that her entire life was built around him disappearing? Like she never grew or changed and she just was miserable, miserable and alone. And everybody thought she was insane.
0: Yeah, and now she like has to redo it with those memories of like, now I'm fucked up.
1: Can you imagine too? Oh my gosh, these people- You're like, hey, guys, want to come over for a board game night? And they just start screaming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then we get another time jump, and now it's 1995 again, and we're at a Christmas party. And somehow, Judy and Peter still exist, which I don't believe, but whatever, it's fine. And somehow their parents aren't dead, because somehow, like, did... Did Robin Williams' dad, like, kill their parents or something? Like, why – how did they – we don't know how they died, really. No,
0: they died in a car accident so going but, up to ski.
1: But, like, what? why is that related to, like
0: – Well, I will tell you. I What I believe is that Robin Williams sought out these parents and gave them a job so that they could, like
1: – Not go on vacation?
0: Be around and not go on vacation. Maybe. Or so they could be around the kids –
1: but yeah, the kids are there and they don't know anything about it. Sarah and they don't know. Or Judy and Peter don't know. They're just like, oh, hey. Robin yeah,
0: Williams. their memories don't exist anymore because the time got reset to 1969. And I just don't know why their parents are involved with Robin Williams. I just don't know. It just was never explained. Other than that one line where they were like, hey, we're going to ski. We're taking a vacation for a week. We're going to go up to Loveland Pass to ski. And Robin Williams is like, no, you can't because that's where they died. And so they like save their lives.
1: I don't understand the lore of this at all. Where did the board no. game come from? We have like different timelines happening now where there's like the timeline where they got the board game and they got trapped in it. And then there's the timeline where like the board game does time travel.
0: It shouldn't because think of it this way. Think of it as If he had rolled and gotten sucked into the jungle and then the next roll. She had brought him out of the jungle. Will they have still gone back in time?
1: Yeah, it's it doesn't make sense at all. And then also, like probably not. The animals are all coming out of the game. Are they coming from a different timeline? Are they coming from a different alternate reality? Are they coming from like actual jungles and stuff? Also, jungles and Sahara, the animals are inconsistent. That's weird. Bentley didn't age in 30 years. I just don't understand.
0: Oh my god. The thing I can say is if they built lore around this. And if they built stories and good characters, this would be cool, like an expansion pack for Jumanji. Yeah. Like Jumanji, the expansion pack movie. How cool! Jumanji in space. Yeah. You, now you have aliens at your well, fighting. Well, okay,
1: with. there is Jumanji in space. It's called, I think, Zathira. It has Dak Shepherd and baby little boy from Peter, Pita from Hunger Games.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, because that's what I. Okay, yeah, it's called Zathura. Pretty Zathura. good movie.
1: I actually enjoyed it quite a bit, and I watched that very recently and was like, oh, that's good, but I bet it's not as good as Jaman. It's better than
0: Jamanji. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's a board game and everything. See, yeah, I like that idea. Just build lore around it. Yeah. Watch that instead, probably.
1: But okay, so there's the big point. We'll skip into lessons learned, because it kind of flows into that. Yeah. When the hunter shows up to murder Robin Williams, he... He's like, Robin Williams stays standing there. He doesn't run. He's like, oh, finally, you've decided to to man up and face me. And I'm like, that's not what he, you have a gun. Like standing up to face, he's defenseless. And like standing up to face you is the lesson. And also that's the character he was... The da- it was like a Wizard of Oz situation where, like, the dad is also the hunter in the alternate reality, which whatever. And right. so, like, I think that's what we're supposed to take from it is that, like, he had to face his fears, but his fears is a man with a gun and a bunch of animals that can kill him easily. And his
0: fear is totally justified because last time he was playing this game, he got sucked into Jumanji for 30 years. And his dad no. was mad
1: that he wasn't letting himself get beat up by a 10-on-1 fight.
0: At this point, it's not standing up to people. It's him, like, being mentally ill-
1: Yeah, having a because
0: of all this shit that keeps happening to him. Yeah, he's
1: he's just tired.
0: He's tired.
1: (laughs) So, like, that's the lesson learned, I guess. Stand up to your fears, even if your fears are justified, dangerous, and like toxic situations.
0: I honestly can't get a lesson out of this movie. Even that,
1: it's like my lesson is if you get a message from a creepy puppet man saying, Let's play a game, you say, No, thank you. No, thank you. If you hear a weird heartbeat, don't follow it, it won't end well. Not today. My listeners don't rewatch Jumanji. Last week we said rewatch Shrek as an adult. Jumanji, leave it in your childhood. Unless you're gonna argue with us and say that we're wrong and that it's bad, then watch it and then tell us that.
0: Yeah, if you're like, shut up, Jumanji's so good, and you haven't rewatched it, please do.
1: But if you're willing to accept that like nostalgia and this movie go together well, then that's fine. Don't rewatch it. Don't ruin it.
0: Leave it be. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I didn't like this.
1: I'm not sorry. They didn't try. It's beautiful and like child self would have been pleased with the, but just watch Jurassic Park. There's cool CGI, oh, scary God. monsters in it. Still it's still so good. Yeah. Watch that. Watch Saw. Only watch... the first three in my
0: opinion. Why do you keep referencing Saw?
1: Because it's a game.
0: I guess. <laughs> not a board game. I mean, watch Battleship. I'll tell you what.
1: I Have you seen it? Is it good?
0: I recommend it. I've never seen it.
1: Um, I haven't seen the new Jumanji, but I've heard it's actually pretty good.
0: I want to watch it.
1: I want to say uh. I'm sorry, but, like, it's not our fault. It's not a good movie. Like, I not feel like fault. we were objective. We tried. We went into it excited.
0: I've spent the entire day – that was my silver lining on my days. Mm. This day sucks, but I get to go home and watch Jumanji. I'm so excited. And then I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, shit. No. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, that was Jumanji. Didn't like it. I would not watch it again ever
0: I would not watch it again. If it was on in the background, I'd probably even say there's probably something better to put on.
1: Yeah, and I don't think I'd recommend to watch it just because I feel like this is one that's better left in your nostalgia. Uh, do you have two truths and a goof for me?
0: Um. Yeah, are you ready?
1: I am super ready.
0: There are 110 spaces in the board game. Jumanji actually means many effects. This movie was filmed in New Hampshire The state with the most zoos.
1: Those are really good. The second one is a goof.
0: You're saying Jumanji actually means mini effects is fake.
1: I'm saying Jumanji mini effects is fake.
0: Uh, Wrong. What was it? This was filmed in New Hampshire, but the state has no zoos.
1: None? It has the least.
0: I Googled it to make sure and I'm not sure that it's... (laughs) That I mean, IMDb is accurate. But, IMDb
1: has never let us down before. And but like
0: 120 this. people found it useful and fascinating. So
1: you're like 123.
0: I'm pretty sure that it's accurate because I couldn't find a zoo in New Hampshire when I googled it. So
1: you're I mean, like I visited. I really dug deep into this research project.
0: Yeah, there's no zoos, despite it being like a total zoo. But that's the thing is like not the animals escape from the zoo. They escape from Jumanji.
1: Yeah, that's not even relevant, really. No. (laughs) I mean, it's not your fault, but like they'd be like the equivalent of being like Jumanji was filmed in New Hampshire, the state with the most syrup. And you're like, okay, Um, cool. If you wanted to hunt us down.
0: Fuck. That's good.
1: Where would you (laughs) go?
0: I would go to, I would go to podinthistogether.com. I'd hunt us down on Facebook. We're there. I'd hunt us down on Twitter. We're there. I'd email us at podinthistogether at gmail.com to say, hey, where can I hunt you down if I didn't give you enough information just now?